This is the Jocko Underground Podcast, number 32, sitting here with Echo Charles. Echo Charles, we got a topic for today to kick things off a little bit, Mm -hmm. maybe a universal topic. True or false, and we might go deeper than just true or false, because I think this is true and false and false and true. Mm -hmm. Everyone should know what it feels like to be in a physical altercation and have their ass kicked. True or false? <laughs> Where you at? Well, I, I think I'm with you. There's no. It depends, and it depends on what you mean by ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 depends, and at the end of the day, I think there's a lot of benefit to having that happen, mm-hmm. and a lot of benefit to not having that happen. So. I am going to lean towards the benefits of having it happen. I would. And I think one of the reasons that I'm there is, as you've heard me say many times, the most important quality for a leader or a person. Because I got to add that. This isn't just about leadership. This is a person. Mm. Most important characteristic or quality for a leader or a person to have is humility. Mm -hmm. And let's face it, getting your ass kicked is a very humbling thing Mm -hmm. in most cases. I suppose in some cases where you're, let's say you're way smaller, way weaker, or in a really disadvantageous position and you get your ass kicked, that's sort of like doesn't really count as humbling Mm -hmm. in a way. In in many cases it doesn't count as humbling because you just didn't stand a chance and that's the way it is. As a matter of fact, if you're small, and you get your ass kicked by some big person, they can look like it can be worse for them mm-hmm. in many cases. That's what's nice about Jeff Glover going in tournaments mm-hmm. and he'd be all skinny and small and going against just monster dudes and yeah. just tapping them out. Yeah. Jeff Glovey. Yeah, and you can watch videos of that too, by the way, <laughs> yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, I was never the best person to introduce people to jujitsu because I'm yeah. too big, yeah. and they go, oh, "You're just big." Right. I remember actually, I was I was rolling with a friend of mine named TJ. This was in nineteen, maybe nineteen ninety eight, mm-hmm. something like that. So I'm like a blue belt, but he's one hundred and forty five pounds, right? And I had mats at my house. This is in Virginia Beach. I was like, "Yeah, come over." Yeah. You want to? And I would, try, I would try and get everyone to train with me. I'd like the mailman would come. I'd be like, "You ever done jujitsu before?" <laughs> I was just like that with everybody. And so, you know, I said, "Hey, you should really do jujitsu." You know, come on. So we go upstairs. I got the mats upstairs, and we roll. And I just and I'm, and I also am a blue belt, so it's not like right now. I would be super chill. Right. You know, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, see, this is what's gonna happen." But then I kind of had a little bit more. Aggression, you yeah. know, so I was just tapping him out tapping him out tapping him out. and he immediately and he's not a wrestler or anything He immediately started talking about weight classes like I mean obviously with your weight, you know <laughs> I was like, What are you talking about dude? I just got you in a Kimura by the way. I saw a comment on YouTube mm. about my pronunciation of Kimura what's the proper Kimura Kimura Kimura, Kimura. Ki- Okay, the, so what uh, am I messing up the you you say Kimura? Oh? Kimura. 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 Yeah. Kimura. Man, don't you like my way a little bit better? Uh, well, better? <laughs> no. I, I like that it's uniquely your way, so I say do what you did. I must have gotten it from Dean. I, or maybe I got it from Fabio. I almost guarantee you did not get it from Dean. What about Fabio? from Fabio? Negative. No. no. So Kimura. 
that sounds that's like harder to say. You Kimura. I, I don't think so. I think you added a, another lingui, linguistic element when you add the y y y Kimura. 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 <laughs> yeah. Only you and Leif Babin say it, and he got it from oh, you. Oh, he definitely got it from oh, me. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spreading bad word know, across bro. the country. Wrong way. Uh, so humbling. It's very humbling. I'm not the best person to introduce it, but if you watch Jeff Glover, he's tapping out monster guys. That's got to be very humbling. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good thing in many cases to get your ass kicked. Mm. Um, I have, you know, I say this about kids, little kids a lot. I say jujitsu is really good for little kids, big kids, all kids. But what I say is it is likely to prevent them from becoming bullied mm-hmm. and it's likely to prevent them from being a bully mm-hmm. stops both because when you get your ass kicked you learn what that feels like and most people most people that aren't sociopaths go hey i don't want to make someone feel like that yeah right because you realize how humiliating it is because mm-hmm. uh, we've talked about this before too what's the line between humbling and humiliating yeah right I mean, we talked about that because Dean one day, I mean, many days, Dean's like humiliated me right. on the mats of justice. Yeah. Beyond humble. It's, humble's like, oh man, you know, that yeah. goes all over me today, dude. Yeah, that's man. Gotta train you know, more. Gotta yeah. train more. Humiliating's like, maybe I don't want to do this sport yeah. anymore. <laughs> I hope nobody saw that. I'm yeah. going to get a gun. <laughs> I'm going to shoot Dean Lister in the knee. Yeah. Let's see what you got now, homie. Yeah. So. Let's say this. Let's try. I mean, if I tried to answer this for real, I would say everyone should train. Everyone should train jujitsu. Everyone should occasionally put on the big gloves and do some kind of MMA type sparring. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, you think your guard is good to go, and then someone starts dropping bombs on you. Yeah. And that's not cool. Yeah. And you realize, oh, jujitsu is not quite what I thought it was because this guy's punched me in the face. Yeah. Yeah, interestingly, when I first started, that was the whole gen- – well, I, when I started, I did it because I wanted to be an MMA fighter. So when we started training all no-gi, it was like MMA training was essentially ha- – actual MMA training was like half of the training. And then it wasn't until I found out there was like um, tournaments, mm-hmm. like jiu-jitsu tournaments. Like, mm-hmm. oh, shoot, we can do just jiu-jitsu or whatever. And then it was, you know, my attention. But – it was my point is it was Were you so, thinking that you were gonna become an MMA fighter? Is yeah, that that's the whole reason I joined. Oh yeah. And I trained for like probably like probably like three years I was training all jujitsu and MMA. They was like comprehensive. That's before you met me. That was before we came here, yes. Before we came to uh, We trained uh, at City Victus. We trained at Boxing Club what? How many times? Like a small amount of times. I remember training with you at the boxing club one time. Okay. My first time. That's but but, but very quickly thereafter we moved here. Yeah. To Victory MMA. Yeah, Victory. that was like 2001, eight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2007, we were training yeah. here, but it wasn't open yet, but we had mats up and we were all training. Yeah, yeah. So I did, probably, I was training with like Googerty. Um, remember Tom Watson, Kong? I would like train with him. Mm-hmm. And he, I think I think he fought in the UFC, right? Mm-hmm. Tom? And then, um, yeah, like a, a lot of guys. Joel Tudor was there. It was, yeah, yeah it was like, there was a lot. Uh, Akbar. It was oh, like, I trained with him a lot. Akbar. Yeah, so he was like sock bar, sock bar. <laughs> but the point is, early like when we started, there was a lot of that that went on punches. Like you mm-hmm. know how to train with punches. Mm-hmm. I think Scott Catlin was in there too mm-hmm. a lot of time. So um, yeah, we knew. What like, was his what was his uh, fighting name? Who he, Scott Catlin? 
Uh, or Caitlyn. He had some good, I forget what his fighting name was. He had some nickname. Oh, I don't know. I forget. I forget. It, it was one that I said, that's pretty good. <laughs> Remember For, that fighter whose nickname was, damn. I can't think of this name. It was really long. It was like five different words. Wait, his nickname was? Yeah, the nickname was. <laughs> <laughs> the longest nickname I can, uh, I don't know. Uh, black guy. He was on art. art. No, he was UFC. Oh, he was UFC. like UFC. He didn't have that many fights either. He didn't. His nickname didn't really hold up <laughs> as well as you wanted it to. <laughs> right, you know? got it. No, Damn. I don't remember. Uh, but th- but as far as training with punches and knowing you know yeah. where hey your guard is not going to be as effective if you're going a little bit more full speed or more full contact or whatever um, that came through early development so I think it's like more na- like I take it for granted mm-hmm. I think a lot of times that nowadays where jujitsu is so much more expanded mm-hmm. and so some people can go through jujitsu all the way up to you know a high level without that training yeah. at all um, I could see how how. They might be vulnerable just from a habitual standpoint, right. you know. You have the base ingrained yeah. concepts in your brain. Yeah. So when we and oh Greg McIntyre trained with a lot of Greg, Greg McIntyre punched me the hardest I've ever been punched in the mm. straight square in the face too, by for the way. What? Uh what do you mean for like what, what what's going on? We're training. What position? Uh, I was in I he was in my guard. What what I, me okay, go ahead. And I separated and I went for double you know mm-hmm. you separate guard and then flip over and go for a double mm-hmm. and right when i flipped over he was like already Crack. based <laughs> and i remember he had white gloves on uh, and bro his like he hit me right between like you know right between the eyes like a cartoon like yeah. boom was that the thinking, end of your mma career <laughs> i was about to ask you what was the end of the mma career but then i was like oh he's about to tell me what the end of no, his MMA no, career no 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 it just sort of faded out like i mm-hmm. jump in like you know how you're actually training yep. for maybe you'll get a pancreation match or something mm-hmm. like this and then you don't and then you're kind of training just here and there and then you i remember the last mma thing that i remember was less training with dean to help him for a fight that's it sure. so it's like it becomes that you know I just remembered that guy's nickname, Shownuff the Master. <laughs> that? that was the dude's nickname. Show it was enough. like Fred Shownuff the Master Smith <laughs> or something. I thought that was a pretty epic nickname. Well, Shownuff the Master, that, that's from Bruce Leroy, right? What's that one? The Last, or the yeah. Last Dragon? Yeah. So yeah. It's from Fontaine. Yeah. The amount of rounds I have fighting MMA is a lot. Right, so you it's know, like cause, habitual, you know, because the all the sparring that yeah. we used to do back in the day. So back to this question, trying to bring it back. Um, I think everyone should do it. I, I guess, I guess, my answer is true. Yeah. Now, does this mean you should go out in the street and pick fights with big people that are going to kill you or beat you? You know, unconscious. No, that's why we love jujitsu. That's why we love MMA. Yeah. Because these things are humbling. You get these things without having to get in a legal situation, without having to get in a medical scenario, right? So instead of this question being, should everyone know what it feels like to be in a physical altercation to have their ass kicked, it just should be, should everyone train jujitsu MMA? And the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And I think we can settle it down like that. I think I just kind of solved our problem. Yeah, in a way. And again, that's why I was like, it depends. And then, so the word should, right? Should, it's like, if you don't, you're kind of like not doing the right thing almost kind of thing. You should do this mm-hmm. versus shouldn't do this. Maybe, yeah, if you change that more accurately, put it this way. Is there immense value in getting your ass kicked? The answer is yes. I would say yes. Pretty much across the board as long as you're not, you know, whatever. Right, right, right. But there's a difference between, ah, 
you know, I went on the mat with Dean. He tapped. I, I, I don't train jujitsu. I show up. This is the reality. I show up to train jujitsu, or Jeff Higgs shows up at my house. I have a little tiny bit of training, and he's been training for the last three years hard. He just got his purple belt, mm-hmm. and he comes up and kicks my ass with jujitsu. Mm-hmm. He didn't hurt me. Right. He didn't send me to the hospital, yeah. but he kicked my ass for sure. Yeah. I guess there's a line, right? Yeah. Guess, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Because yeah. kicking someone's ass could be this person's in the hospital, yeah. and it could be oh, I tapped this guy out nine times, yeah. which is what Higgs did to me, or nine or 17 or something. Yeah, jiu-jitsu's a little bit different in training, um, even in a competition jiu-jitsu, because it's like there's rules and there's a clear, mm-hmm. like it's 100% up to you when the fight can just stop. Yep. You can just tap out and be like, hey. And it's not really a real fight. Like you guys are actually, I want to hurt this guy. Mm-hmm. I want to try to like beat this guy up, you know, where... If you get in a fight somewhere outside of training or whatever with somebody, especially somebody you don't know, or even if you know him, whatever, yeah, he's like kind of trying to hurt you, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's a different experience. It's a whole different thing, really, because jujitsu kind of bleeds more into the, you just lost in the competition. Mm-hmm. Even in training, the element of competition that's in training, you just lost that competition, you know. It's there. It's I don't think that's what he's talking about at all. I think they're two different things as far as experience goes. Like, if you experience getting your ass kicked in jiu-jitsu training in tournaments or whatever, that's not, not the same. Not the same at all as far mm-hmm. as what I think, anyway, what I think he said. Yeah. Have you ever kicked. gotten your ass kicked in a street fight? Yes, sir. Uh, well, here's the thing. Depends on what you mean by ass okay. kicked. Where I lost. I, I've been in a street fight as a kid. Teen. I didn't lose that one, but... The the one where I lost the fight, like, dang, I got beat up, mm-hmm. and I'm the one who kind of eaten it. I didn't start the fight, but I initiated the physical part of it. Right. I got beat, um, but I didn't get, like, hurt or nothing, and he get knocked did that, out. Well, did that impact your, yes. p- your personality, your mentality a little bit? I got yeah. my ass kicked. I think it was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, fifth grade, how old are you in fifth grade? Ten. Ten-ish. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe it was sixth grade. Yeah. Maybe it was sixth grade, but I think it was fifth grade. Anyways, I was talking shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was a shit talker, as you know. Yes, sir. Which, I do. as you also know, and I was explaining to you earlier, I can't do that anymore. Like, I don't. Right. It's not the right thing to do, right? <laughs> it's not the right thing to do to ridicule people and make fun of them. In the SEAL teams, it's the only thing to do. That's, yeah, what, yeah, that's what it is all day long, every day. But even in the SEAL teams, once I became an officer, once I was. You know, when you're in a platoon commander, you can't just verbally hammer someone because you have too much power and authority because you're the platoon commander as a task you can. You can't do that stuff anymore. You can't. Yeah. I'm not saying I never did because sometimes I would be out of line. Sure. But if you compare to that, when I was an E5 mafia guy in a SEAL platoon, bro, mm. I mean, the whole, it was, it's just ruthless savagery all the time, 24 7. And especially because then when you're an E5 in a SEAL platoon, you're kind of the, you're the opposite power. It's the it's a power inversion, so yeah. all power is kind of gained through that situation. You know, the only power you have is what you can uh, muster up with your mouth, yeah, right? Fully. Talking shit to people. Mm-hmm. So I was a little kid, and I was talking shit, and uh, so that is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you want to continue to listen. Go to jockounderground.com and subscribe. And we're doing this. We're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms. 
so we are not subject to their control. And we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast, which will remain as is, free for all, as long as we can keep it that way. But we, but we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors. And we're doing it so we can give you more control, more interaction, more direct connections, better communications with us. And to do that, we are, we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us. So thank you. It's jockounderground.com. It costs $8.18 a month. And if you can't afford to support us, we can still support you. Just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of. Until then, we will see you mobilized underground.